Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you're in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. It is Wednesday, April the 13th, 2022. Y'all decided to wake y'all asses up with Ray G. Brought to you by our good friends, Prize Picks. We are both repping the Prize Picks gear today. Jay, how you doing, my friend? How's it going? You know, yesterday, we, right after the show, man, I told you I forgot to shout out uh, one of the most important people in the world, my little man, my son, the yeah. baseball prodigy himself, uh, turned five years old yesterday, man. He had another another stellar performance at T-Ball, the uh, athletic uh, prowess has uh, dripped down the pipeline, and the old GQ jeans are in baby GQ. He's a little baller, man. He's pretty good, man. He's pretty. You know, everyone says that their kid is good, right? Everyone's like, "Oh, my kid's pretty oh, good." In your but case, I'm, it's true, right? Of like course. he is really. He's pretty. He's pretty. He's pretty good. Like you look at the other kids out there. Like he's dead ass serious out there. Uh, so five years old for young Rye, young Ryland Drew. Call him Rye Rye. Uh, five years old. He was real pumped about that. So I got to wish him. He watches the show. Got to wish him. One day he's going to take this over. One day he's going to be running the show. Um, uh, we won't replace you, but we'll just add a third box to the screen. And you'll have two okay. GQs that you got to deal with uh, day to day. So just the the story of your life, man, just stuck with us forever. But yep. we're glad uh, the good people are in the building. Mike A, J. Peters, James, Shane, Joe, our girl Joe, Marlon in the building. Good morning, Gretchen. How are you? Patrick Price, Big Shy, John in the building, Alex, Addison, Maine, Jasmine in the chat. What's going on, everybody? Jay, how you doing this morning? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, outside of that terrible basketball game I watched, or, you know, I guess it was more like an NBA Finals game, the way that the celebrations took place. Um, I'm good. I'm good. You know, the NBA beds yesterday were a little rocky. But really good in baseball. I'm I'm telling you, man, the baseball okay, model like is gonna be when shit. it you like when that. it gets when it gets hey man, when you get a bomb call in the first inning, it's a good day. It's it's a good yeah. day. When someone goes yard for you in the first inning, it's a good day. So I'm yes. I'm happy for sure. Happy, yes, happy. Yes. I see killing it. See, and I love I see it. See Ty in the building, Ricardo, Roro, Connor Ring. Uh, we're gonna have a good day. We are I hope everybody had a chance to woo saw after yesterday to relax, to breathe. All of that good stuff. Uh, but we got trades to get into. And, um, Jay, you don't know which ones I pulled. You have no idea. No clue. I'll just say I've got some trades with CeeDee Lamb, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, Kyle Pitts, Jalen Waddell, uh, Josh Allen, T. Higgins, Jerry Judy, Trey Lance, oh, wow. and Deshaun Watson. People are flipping. Oh. Flipping like a gymnast. Um, any news at all? Like, I, I just... I don't think there's any 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 news. No, I, oh, oh, well, a couple of things. Okay, so Connor so. Connor Connor brings us up. Brees Hall visiting the Texans today. How do you feel about that landing spot? But what's what's more concerning, Jay? Did you see that the Washington Commanders have brought in Isaiah Spiller, Kenneth yeah. Walker, and Brees Hall? And 
I, I don't think people understand the significance of bringing players in for visits. You only get 30. So it's not like you just willy-nilly just pick any random-ass player. Oh, we'll bring them in. Like, if you're bringing in these players for your top 30 visits, there's, there, is a, there is some significant level of interest in said yeah. player. Uh, you know, Washington picks 11th in the first round, so I highly doubt they're taking any running back there. But they're doing their due diligence, right? So just real quick, your thoughts on the Washington command. I wish they stayed the Washington. Something was gangster about the Washington football team. I just, I like the I name. Liked it. I like I the name. The, 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 the commanders still got to get used to it. What are your thoughts on them bringing in three of the top running backs in this draft class? I think it's necessary, you know, um, as much as I like Antonio Gibson, I think it's necessary for them to do, to do their due diligence because if the right guy falls, maybe they see a better fit for their system than they have presently. It doesn't mean that they're going to take over for Antonio Gibson right away, but if there's a situation where they can, you know, find a guy who's a better fit for the offense and, and runs better, then so be it. You know, they got 30 visits. I know it sounds like a lot. It, it, it's not. And it, I think it says more about Spiller's chances of going in the top 60 than anything else, or especially like you're saying in the top uh, 90 picks, you know, day three or so. Uh, he's going to a lot of teams. You know, Buffalo brought in a lot of running backs. Houston, um, I think even Dallas brought in one of the running backs. I forget. It might have been Brees Hall. And so we'll see. I, th- I think it's just important that these teams do their due diligence. And I'm not entirely surprised. Like, there's a lot of teams that need running backs. They're just afraid to take one early, right? That's really what it comes right, down to. Right. All these teams are playing chicken this year for quarterbacks, and they're playing chicken for running backs. And outside of that, we'll see what happens. Dynasty Trade Show, episode 47. We got to get into some deals. And let's start with the wide receiver from the NFC, not named Darnell Mooney and not on the Weddle game. But we'll take a look at a trade involving one C.D. Lamb. And for those of y'all tapping in for the first time, we assume Superflex because that's primarily the leagues that we play in. Um... And, and we don't dive into all the settings. We're just looking at it holistically, right? Just get an idea of the players and trades that are being made. So on this deal, we have CeeDee Lamb being acquired for the 103, the 105, Chase Edmonds and Josh Palmer. I I, I think this is a single quarterback league, Jay. Like, I, I, I highly doubt anybody would do this in Superflex. So let's let's just, for the, really? for the extent of the... I don't think so, man. I think they like, would. I, you think... I think, so, you think you think somebody in Superflex would move 103, 105, Chase Edmonds? I don't really care about Josh Palmer for CeeDee Lamb? I think, yeah. I think there's a world where mm. it happens on both sides, right? Okay. I, I think that, you know, CeeDee Lamb is probably a player that you're going to have to pay two first to get. What are Chase Edmonds and Josh Palmer to you? And I think if you want to move off CeeDee Lamb, getting, you know, two top six first is pretty good return i personally would hope for more he's what the top yeah. six receiver in dynasty right now but again there's people who don't really like him that much they don't, they don't really know if he's going to be that guy so for me i think it's a pretty good deal for both sides if you really like lamb i don't hate it you know you're not your chance of you getting a lamb in the draft are pretty slim as far as situation talent early production and then on top of that, if you're, you know, trying to get CeeDee Lamb, that's, I think, a reasonable price. And I think he can definitely retain some value if you do want to have him for the long term. Man, if that's super flex, I, there's no way I'd give up. 103 is either whatever your top-rated quarterback, just based off ADP, that's either Kenneth Walker or uh, Malik Willis, 105. You know, good shot at another quarterback or Garrett Wilson or Drake London. Uh, Chase Edmonds really don't care about Josh Palmer, but Malik Willis and you know Drake London, Chase Edmonds for CD Lamb. I'd prefer the package. Like honestly, I, I think I think I prefer the package. But if you are a win now t- 
even if you're win now, man, you're telling me you get Edmonds, Kenneth Walker, and Garrett Wilson for CD Lamb. I, I think I like the package side, bro. Like no matter no matter I, how you slice it, I think I like the package, and I'm a big Lamb truther. I think the package is good, but I just again, if you if you don't really believe in the class, you're kind of unsure about London. You're unsure about Wilson. You're unsure even with Walker. Like we like Walker as a runner, but he's no sure thing either, right? I think Lamb's value is going to retain pretty heavily over the year, and he could see you know upwards of 150 targets. I, I think it's a pretty good deal. A little bit lateral in my opinion. I get people want the package, they want the young studs, um, but if you want the production from Lamb, I think it's a good trade too from that side. Got to get the package. If you ain't got a package in your life then you're doing it wrong. Make sure you have that package on deck. Um, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Ray likes the package and goes both ways. His words. Who nice. said that? I like I it. Didn't... I like it. <laughs> package is too big for Ray to pass up, Jasmine. All right. We got another trade. We got another trade. Um Jag, our boy Jag and Evan made this deal. All right, all right, hold on, hold okay. on. I see JT. All right, we got Kenny Galladay, Jonathan Taylor, and Russell Gage on one side of the trade ledger. And then we have DeAndre Swift, Mike Evans, and Michael Thomas on the other side. Um, I, I'm just looking at this, Jay. This is a significant landslide in one direction, in my opinion. Somebody got bent over. I'm sorry, Jag. I like clapped. you. I like you, bro. I like somebody you, bro. got You're one clapped. of our OGs, but this is that's the this sound it makes. It. That's the sound it makes. This Listen to that the noise. The movie's not over yet. The movie's whenever you, not over. Whenever yet. you whenever you make a deal like this and you're getting DeAndre Swift, and I love Jonathan Taylor, but this is bend over, <laughs> clapped, clapped yep. from behind. Yep. Uh, give me give me DeAndre Swift, Mike Evans, and Michael Thomas, man, and and I love yep. Jonathan Taylor. Here's my thing with Kenny Galladay, and I have asked this question. Can it get any worse for him? Like it, it can no. only get better, right? It can it can only get better for Galladay, right? Like I, I just it, it it has to, right? With Brian Dable, with with competent decisions seeming like they're being made in New York, this this has to be good for Galladay. And let's be fair to Russell Gage. I think he's in for a career year with Tampa Bay this season with Why? no Chris. No Chris Godwin early on. They paid him. He was really good, you know, as a slot PPR weapon. He's going to be the second option in the passing attack this season. Um, and when Chris Godwin gets back, there may be that rapport there with Tom Brady. And we've seen Tom Brady support multiple wide receivers throughout his career. I, I do believe that Russell Gage is due for a really, really good season. Even if it's just one year, they brought him in for a reason. He's got to fill that role. We don't know if Gronk is coming back. And even if Gronk is coming back, he's not the Gronk of the New England Patriots days. So you you flip one Tampa Bay wide receiver for another one. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like Gage in PPR formats. I think he's due for a really, really good season. Um it can only get better for Galladay, and we know Jonathan Taylor is the RB1. But if I can get Swift, MT, and Mike Evans, I'm taking that side of the deal. Where you at? 100%. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I want Evans. I want Thomas. I want Swift. Do you think targets will go to Gage? And I think to some degree you're right. Career year, I don't know. That would actually be a pretty good year for Gage. But um, I, I like Evans. I think targets will funnel to Evans. I think Chris Godwin will be back. I think there's a lot of reasons to like the other side. And, and the down tier from Taylor to Swift, in my opinion, is worth it in what the – probably six to eight fold production you'll get out of Evans and Mike Thomas compared to Kenny Galladay and Russell Gage. It's just easy smash for me. I'm definitely taking the uh, package on the Swift Evans Thomas side. Give me the akimbo Mikes I, and D Swift. 
I, I, I guess I'm just trying to understand what was going on here. It just seems like one side of the deal wanted Jonathan Taylor. Like, that's what that's it, it seems like. And was willing to give up the old Kenny, wide receivers Kenny, to get them, right? But you're giving up. You're getting too older. Kenny Galladay's no spring chicken. He's 28, 29. No, Russell Gage is 26 years old, I believe. 26, 27. Yeah, 26. Uh, 26 years old. So it, it just seemed – I don't like lateral moves like this. Or Mike Evans over Galladay, boom. MT over Gage, boom. Swift Taylor. Yeah, this ain't lateral to me. This is a big win for Evan. Like pretty easily, you're getting yeah. production over the probably the long and short term, and you're just getting a small down tier from Taylor to Swift, but you're going to make up for it on the wide receiver end. Yeah, all right, I- I'm with you. I-, I prefer Mike Evans, DeAndre Swift, and Michael Thomas as well. Shane Joe said in the sh- in the chat, um, if Thomas plays, hasn't played in two years. I- I'm I'm not as concerned about MT not playing this yeah. season at all. Like, why would he not play? He's healthy. Um, New Orleans was a shit show last year. I wouldn't want to play for him either. Like I'd rather sit out and I'd rather sit out and, and rest my ankle and then come back this year with Jameis Winston. It was just ter- they were just terrible last year. So um, let's go to a, a, a Kyle Pitts Jalen Waddle trade. So right here we've got Kyle Pitts in a 2023 first round pick. Jay being acquired for Jalen Waddle, the 106 this year, and a 2023 second round pick. So. Um, Buy high, buy low. I, I I don't know what you consider this, um, but one side of the trade ledger getting Pitts in a first, the other side getting Jalen Waddle, Drake London, and a 2023 second rounder. Where are you at with this one? I mean, I would probably take the Waddle side. Um, this is more so my philosophy than anything else. I was actually talking to one of the patrons very recently about this, and I don't really love to trade for Kyle Pitts. You know, like if you want to draft him in a startup and that's kind of the direction your team is going, that's fine. But if I have to give up a, what, top 10 wide receiver, I mean, he's probably not quite there now in startup ADP, just to get Kyle Pitts when I know in reality the chances of Kyle Pitts outproducing Jalen Waddle are slim to none, like maybe, depending on the year. I think it could be close. I like Kyle Pitts. I hate the situation. I get he's young. I get he plays tight end. But for me, it's just one of those trades I never really want to make. If I want to go after Kyle Pitts and a trade I made last year, I traded Noah Fanton a first to go get Kyle Pitts. So again, I'm just tearing up my tight end instead of trading away a valuable wide receiver asset to go and get Kyle Pitts. Are where are you at with trading for Pitts? Like I would definitely, like I'm saying, take the uh, the Waddle side in this deal. I just I think it's not a side I want to take with Pitts. And kind of where are you at? I'm not going to knock you for saying that you would rather Waddle in the pick, but I think that the process and the analysis is off. It's not who's going to outscore whom. Yeah, Waddle probably will outscore. Kyle Pitts, but the positional advantage of Kyle Pitts compared to the rest of the tight ends, right? When you look at the the elite tight ends that we have, it's Kelsey, it's Pitts, it's Waller, it's Andrews, and I'm still going to throw George Kittle in there and we'll see how that plays out. But having one of those top four guys, I think that positional edge is much more significant than what you get from Jalen Waddle in the wide receivers around his range. You know, would you be shocked if I told you at the end of the season, T. Higgins outscored Jalen Waddle or, you know, a wide receiver in that range? I think the answer would be no. Like if if I think the positional edge that you get with Kyle Pitts on your roster makes this side of the trade, I can find another replacement level Jalen Waddle. And then you're getting a 2023 first rounder on top of Kyle Pitts and you only truly had to give up the 106, which 
Um, if it is single quarterback, you're you're really kind of screwed in that department. And if it's super flex, maybe a shot. If 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 Spiller gets the requisite draft capital, Garrett Wilson, Drake London, Chris Olave, Traylon Burks. Uh, I, I would rather I would much rather Kyle Pitts in the 2023 first the positional advantage at tight end opposed to Jalen Waddle, who I doubt will be even be the wide receiver one on his own team, the 106 in the 2023 second. Yeah, I think for me the problem lies is that like. I don't want to trade for Pitts, and I, I get the positional advantage and all of that, but I would trade for a Kelsey or trade for a Kittle or someone who doesn't cost the same but can get me similar production. Because if I'm trying to win, I'm not I'm not trying to necessarily pay for the longevity of Pitts when I can get the same production for a much le- cheaper asset overall. And that's just kind of where I am with Pitts right now. I'm, I'm not really trading for him, not really drafting him because of the cost it takes to acquire him. When I could send any first in a lot of leagues and go and get Kelsey and I probably guess, get the same production I I guess my thing is this isn't a lot. This is not a lot to give up to get Kyle Pitts. And it's not that like this if if this were just Kyle Pitts for Jalen Waddle, the 106 and the 2023 second, I think they're like it's like, all right, you kind of whatever. You want to say that's overpay, whatever. But the fact that you're getting a 2023 first on top of Kyle Pitts, I think that's 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 just icing on the cake, man. Like, yes, give me that side of the deal. And most of us play in tight end premium leagues where tight ends are getting 1.5 or even, you know, 1.75 or two points per reception. I, I, I'm not trying to change the narrative of the Yeah, you are changing here. the narrative, though, I'm because not, you said, I'm oh, not, well, I'm now not, it's tight end premium. Well, like, that's just, not what this is really okay. about here. Even if, it's, about- even, if, even if it's standard PPR, give me Kyle Pitts in the 2023 first over Waddle, the 106 in a 2023 second. Uh, some dissension here. Seems like the people are on my side this morning. We'll see what the I YouTube comments that. say. See we'll that. see what the comments say, but it seems like the people are on OGQ's side on this one, getting getting that young stud tight end who's probably going to be force-fed over-under targets for Kyle Pitts this season. 150. Over-under. Under, easily. That's, that's under. Not, that's not difficult. Easily under. 150. Under. Okay. Easily under. And, and, and my better question to you is, over under on his catch percentage at sixty. I, I don't. I, we're not talking about his catch percentage because we oh, know they've got a shitty okay. quarterback. But that's a one year oh. deal. All right. Let's. Oh. Okay. 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 Big guy. One thirty. Hundred and thirty targets. Over under. He should get one thirty. One fifty is a lot though. He should get. He should get one thirty. If he doesn't. Are, but do again, wanna, if he doesn't, do you want to bet be me shocked? a case? Yes, I would be shocked. Do you want to bet me a yeah. case of Topa Chico? One thirty of what line? No, I'll bet you a taste. Of, I'll bet you a case of one thirty-seven and a half. Yeah, see, one thirty-seven and a half. One thirty-seven and a half. Uh, Write it down. Me, Write it me, down. Let me see. One thirty-seven and a half. Oh, what are you looking up? Projections? Oh my huh? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> looking up <laughs> shit. I'm pulling up the next trade. <laughs> One, give me, give me, let's, let's, let's settle in the middle. 135, 135. No, settling in the middle is 137 and a half. I'm actually giving you some juice because I should have said 140. I'll take the over on that easy. Over. Okay. He only had 110 this year. So, case of Topa Chico, 137 and a half. A case. All right. Is that bet good? I'm I'm good with it. I'm good with it. All right. Lock it in. The people, the people have heard it. We have to, uh, we have to legitimize it right now. By the, How many the games does he have horn? to play? He's got to play. He's got to play fifteen. He's got to play fifteen games. Wow, fifteen. He's got to play fifteen. Right. There's nobody. Alamade is Zacchaeus is the wide receiver one right now. He's being forced. I didn't say how accurate the targets are. He's gonna get. He's going to get over one thirty-seven and a half. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bet good. It is locked. Let's go.
137 right. and a half case of topo. You already owe a lot of shit in bets and you don't you don't pay up. So I, I, I have 50 little I have on, little uh, faith that you would actually honor this bet. But let's we'll look see. at Christian McCaffrey. I think somebody else's I think Joe's favorite running back is in this one. All right, yes. Antonio Gibson Truthers, stand up. Mm. Rise Man, up. Rise up, Gibson Truthers. What side would you rather have? Russell Gage and Antonio Gibson or Christian McCaffrey? That's what happened. Christian McCaffrey, Russell Gage, and Antonio Gibson. I think I have to take the McCaffrey side. I think just the tear up makes sense. Come on, man. I don't I don't I don't know, man. That's uh, it's, it's it, you do know. You know what side of the deal. Stop let's stop the stop it, man. Christian nah, McCaffrey dude, honestly, like, or Gibson I, I, as and much, Russell Gage. Do I want a platoon running back and a <laughs> wide receiver too, or do I want Christian a, McCaffrey? It's not. It's, this, Come on, this man. isn't a difficult decision. Like I like Gibson, but we've already talked about how Gibson. It, he could, it could be his last year of having value. He could bottom out. Gage is looking at basically six to seven games of production until he becomes the wide receiver three. I, I don't know, man. Like if I'm if I'm trying to win. I, I don't see anyone making this move unless they're trying to win. So if you're trying to win and tear up at running back, then yeah, go trade for Christian McCaffrey because the production is probably more guaranteed than you're going to get from Gibson, right? We Scott Connor tells us don't have a lower than top eight running back. Gibson is not a top eight running back. Christian McCaffrey, as much as I say sell him in Dynasty, he could be a top eight running back. So I think the trade makes sense for that owner, and I can't imagine you're making that move unless you're trying to win. Jay, I'm just going to tell you, man, I, again, I have been, and you know this, man. I mean, I was putting out videos when he was coming out. I've been Antonio Gibson Truther 101. I am concerned, man. I am I am very concerned about his ability to achieve the level of success that I think we all want. Um, yeah. This, this trade for me, if you believe in Antonio Gibson, is going to be the guy. And going to get, you know, 250, 275 touches. And I, again, I do think Russell Gage is going to be in for a career year with Tom Brady. I mean, they just, they're going to throw the ball so fucking much this year. They are just going to throw, throw, throw. And Gage is going to be uh, the second wide receiver on that team. He's going to be the wide receiver too, at least for a little bit, right? They're going to, they're going to toss the ball all around. I think he's in for a good season. But man, Jay, it, it's Christian McCaffrey. Pretty easy for me. I'd rather see him see. Still 25, I think, going on 26 years old. I, I, I know he's, I know he's been shitty because he's been hurt the past two years. But I'm still in on CMC. I have him as a top five dynasty running back. Give me Christian McCaffrey over Antonio Gibson and Russell Gage. What, what did you see? And and, I, and it's just not me hating on. Gibson, no, I'm just laughing because Joe said he finishes a top 12 running back, which he did. He was a top 12 running back, but I, I don't I, think I get, he's a difference I, maker at running back, and that's what we're really saying here. If all it takes you to get from Antonio Gibson to Christian McCaffrey is Russell, Russell Gage, Gage. I'm, I'm making yeah. that move. Like, I think it's that's just, what it is. I, you can you can say you know Gage is going to be great and all that. Like again, career year. What's that? 80 receptions, 800 yards, and five touchdowns. That's not a difference maker in fantasy. I, I'd be happily move him. You know, buy and let someone else buy into the Tom Brady hype, and and I have the upside of CMC going nuclear. But this in is this, this is the this is the fear that a lot of Gibson managers have is JD McKissick. They brought him back, like he left and then he came back, right? Like he he left his yeah, it's family. Yeah, not a fear. It's a reality. And then Jared like, Patterson. Jared Patterson played well down the stretch. They're bringing in all these running backs, doing their due diligence. You've got yo. I just. 
If it, it it needs to happen this year for Antonio Gibson, or he's he's trending down Miles Sanders territory. That yeah. what could have been, what could have been, what should have been, if if he can only get the passing work. The same thing we say with Miles Sanders. If Miles Sanders only got red zone touches and got in the end zone and got receptions, yep. it's like if Antonio Gibson only was on the field in in in, in two minute drills. If he only got the receptions. If 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 I feel like we're heading that way but a level of grace is given because he's still learning the second he's still learning the running back position man he's still he didn't play it in college he's still learning it so i still like gibson but if that's the way that you said it was really good if all it takes for me to go from gibson to christian mccaffrey's russell gage this has nothing to do with gibson the player it's if that's all it takes i want christian mccaffrey so let's look at this big boy trade real quick jay this was a big one. Yeah, no, there's a lot Damn. going on here. So let's start with the the best player in the deal. This is where I always start. Josh Allen, startup pick 101-102. Rashad Bateman and Hollywood Brown. So you get Josh Allen and the Ravens wide receiving core for Zach Wilson, Terry McLaurin, Elijah Mitchell, Van Jefferson, Amon Ross St. Brown, the 104 and a 2023 second. So... A lot of assets in this top level. A lot of assets. Um, you know, again, the best player in the deal, Josh Allen, and we are going to assume Superflex. Nobody's flipping quarterbacks like this. And then I think that the package side, when you get Amon Ra and McLaurin and Elijah Mitchell, and let's just put a player to 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 the pick, Drake London, who's at my wide receiver one, um, with Zach Wilson and Van Jefferson, I don't really care about, and then the 2023 second. This is the classic quintessential deal that I make where you package a bunch of shit up. Like you package a bunch of shit up and pile it all together to make it look a little bit better than what it really is. When in the reality, all you wanted was Josh Allen. Like all that team wanted was Josh Allen. And then they get a Rashad Bateman and Marquise Brown in for Wilson, who I just don't. I'm not there, man. I, I don't believe in it at all. Um, McLaurin, he's dope. Amon Ra's dope. Elijah's dope, and Garrett Wilson or Drake London could be awesome. But outside of that, Van Jefferson, I don't care. Zach Wilson, the tear gap between Josh Allen and Zach Wilson is as wide as the distance from which we live. Canada to Dallas, Texas. It's, it, is, it is not close, right? Um, that, to me, I get getting all those little pieces, and the 104 is enticing. But if Zach Wilson... The 104 and Amon Ross St. Brown are all I have to include to go from Zach Wilson, Eli Mitchell, and Terry McLaurin to Josh Allen. I'm doing this deal 10 out of 10 times. What are your thoughts? Because some people might say, man, the package, you're getting all those assets. They're all relatively young. Uh, what, what do you like? I think it's a bad trade for both sides, honestly. Like in, in oh. a in a realistic scenario, I don't see a, I don't see a scenario where your team is so good that you can give up Terry McLaurin, Zach Wilson, Amara St. Brown, Elijah Mitchell, the one hundred and four. Like, what are you left with at Fair. that point? You know, even if you do have Josh Allen, I think that's where. Don't get it twisted. I'm with you that I would want the Josh Allen side if I was just kind of grading this trade and, and discerning it. But at the same time, it's like, well, what is that team ultimately left with on the other end? Are they just at that point, you have to be stars and scrubs, right? You're you're unloading your entire bench and whatever you potentially have, even in some flex spots, to you know pray that Marquise Brown is good, pray that Rashad Bateman is good, and they're going to eat into their own production. So that side of it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense from a upside standpoint. So again, I'm with you on the Josh Allen side. I I don't love the package because again, like you're saying, Zach Wilson, 
What's the upside? I, I like Zach Wilson. I think he's a buy low because he can really only go up from here. But again, the ceiling may not be what we hoped for at, from a second overall pick. So for me, I, I think it's kind of like a lose-lose for both teams. You know, like you're getting a bunch of junk, like you said, in return for Josh Allen. You're not getting picks. You're not really rebuilding. They're not all young. So I, I just don't really like it for either side and kind of seeing what this trade could be. I don't know. I'd be curious to see what the teams look like. But for me, I think don't go out and try and make this move for Josh Allen because chances are your it's team a will lot look of, pretty ugly uh, after that after that happening, right? Well, so let me just let me interest you in a little let me interest you in a little flip the script here. What if I told mm. you the team that acquired Josh Allen also had Lamar Jackson? Doesn't matter. Doesn't I, matter. Again, okay. No, because the stack for Lamar Jackson is Mark Andrews. It's not it's not Rashad Bateman or Marquise Brown, right? You sound like, like you're a Mar- you sound like you're a, uh, uh, a Rashad Bateman hater, man. Do you are you You know Rashad I'm Rashad? You know I'm a Rashad Bateman hater, but it's not Rashad Bateman's talent. It is the situation in Baltimore. The only player that I really want is Mark Andrews because he's the number one target. Marquise Brown, potentially. But again, the problem isn't the talent of the players. It's the volume in the offense. And it's just not good. And so can you okay. support two guys? Maybe. So you, if, you were, if, you, if you were doing this deal, you would rather McLaurin, Wilson, Eli, Van, Amon, Ra, 104 in a 2023 second. You got to pick I don't, one side. What side would you want? I, I would take the Josh Allen side, I guess. But, but you don't like I, it? I don't want either side, honestly, in this deal. It, it just, it, I, I'm thinking of it from a holistic standpoint of what did the teams look like. That, regardless of how deep your team is, you trade all those assets away, it's going gonna, it's gonna to look grim, right? Yeah, and then you, you have yeah. an injury, all of a sudden you're screwed because you went all in on you know six or seven guys. But again, if, if I'm picking a side, I'm picking Allen because even those assets alone, I don't think get you what Allen is worth in Super Bowl. Does it make it any different for you if I just let's let's just play the game, right? If instead of Zach Wilson, it was two or Mac Jones. No, I still think the ceiling is too low. Okay. I think I would almost want like a, like a veteran quarterback, right? I think maybe if I could get a little bit more and get a Kirk Cousins or a Derek Carr, a quarterback that I think has a lot more upside. Uh, maybe not the value standpoint, right? But like Tua and Mac Jones, they could still have a pretty low ceiling just like Zach Wilson versus a Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins, a guy that we know will throw the ball a lot and could potentially be in for like a top 10 year. Maybe not, you know, top five overall, but he could be in for a top 10 year. So, all right, real quick. Rank Dobbins, Aker, Swift, Gibson. I'd go Swift, Gibson... Acres Dobbins. I go Swift Gibson, Acres Dobbins. Where are you at? Yeah, I think I'm the same. I think I'm Swift, Swift Gibson, Gibson, Acres Do- Yeah, Dobbins. I'm concerned. Be I, again, we talked about this yesterday, man. I, I know Joe's in here caping. I'm in. She is put on. <laughs> She's hot. Clark Kent. She has put that shit. She is. I mean, kryptonite is the only thing stopping Jay right now. Joe right now uh, with Antonio Gibson. But I, I agree. I think. Now, if Gibson is in trouble, if we're saying Gibson is in trouble if he doesn't produce this year, then the same principle has to apply for Dobbins, Acres. Like it, it's the same shit. Like it's yeah, they're 100%. all in the same bucket, man. They're all in this. They're twenty twenty running backs, and 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 I'm seeing. And I would even throw AJ Dillon in there. Everybody, there's a lot of AJ Dillon love and hype, and I just. I don't think not so, the same man. cost though. He's not I the like same Dylan cost. He's a lot, the... man. I like I don't Dylan know. a lot. I don't know. I don't know. But if, if we're if we're He's gonna panic good. on Gibson, then you probably should be doing the same shit with with Acres and Dobbins. Like it's 100%. they aren't in, they are not so much in, so much more insulated than Antonio Gibson. So I do agree with her um, in that point. All right, let's talk T Higgins. All right, little smaller Ooh. deal, but we got a little T Higgins. And a 2023 second round pick being acquired for Jerry Judy, a 2023 first, 
and the 201 this year. So 201 could either easily be Jahan Dotson and Superflex, George Pickens, Sky Moore, maybe Isaiah Spiller, Jerry Judy at 2023 first, or T. Higgins, whose arm was in a sling yesterday, uh, torn labrum, uh, four to six month recovery time, per the good doctors of Twitter, and a 2023 second. Which side do you want? Judy with Russell Wilson, the first, and let's just say Jahan Dotson. Judy, Jahan Dotson in the first, T. Higgins in the 2023 second. Where are you going? Fire to ass. Make this is decide. so hard. I think I would hold T. Higgins. I think I would. I think I would roll with T. Higgins um, because I just know he's going to be good. But if you believe in Jerry Judy, this is a really good deal to make, in my opinion. I just don't know if I do. And and maybe I'm an idiot for that. And feel free to let me know in the chat, in the comments, if you think I'm crazy. They already um, said I, this I is turning into first, first take with your with your takes. <laughs> this is turning in to Skip. I you just, are turning into Skip Richards I, live on I TV. Am, I believe in the production. I loved Jerry Judy out of college, but I just love what I've seen from T. Higgins, and I just Man, I think I would want to. Roll I do with T. too. I do too. But you're telling me I get Jerry Judy with with Russell. I don't think I don't think we I don't think we fully comprehend how much better of an yeah. upgrade Russell Wilson is to Drew Locke, um, uh, Kendall Hilton, Kendall Perez, Kendall Milton, whatever Kendall's name was. Uh, Joe Fle- who Trevor, all these random ass quarterbacks that they've had over the past two years. I don't think we're fully comprehending how much better Russell Wilson is. And if we go back to the beginning of last season, game one, it looked like the Jerry Judy breakout was en route to happening. I think that yeah. first game versus the Giants, I think he had like seven receptions in the first half of the game, some shit like that. The first three quarters, he had like seven catches. And then he had the high ankle sprain. Which at this point, Jay, player gets high ankle sprain, they're done for the season. They're just done. They're not the same. We talk about ACLs and all this. Like they have a high ankle sprain, it's a wrap, and that's what happened with Judy. I know he came back, but he was he was not the same Jerry Judy. You're getting Judy, Jahan Dotson, and a first round pick for T Higgins. I mean, you just talked about like wanting like the deals and the picks and the assets. These are high end assets right here, especially in Superflex. I love T. But I probably would lean Jerry Judy two hundred one in twenty twenty three first. If you're if if I'm if I'm keeping it a bean, man. If I'm keeping it a bean, yeah. I, 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 it, I get it. I get it. I just I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna shake out, and I don't want to be guessing at the end it's, of the day. It's, and, and, you know how it's gonna. Sh- it's Russell stinking Wilson. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. But again, that that's that's great, right? But I don't know who he's gonna throw the ball to. I don't know who his favorite receiver is. I have no idea. Get hey, the you're hell just out of here, Jasmine. Point. He did have, he did, it was a first quarter breakout. <laughs> first half, it was coming. It was coming. I'm, I'm just telling y'all what I saw. She's, she poking fun, but he was, he was balling. He was balling in that first game. The first, first I remember. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying, Patrick. I remember. I, it, that first game, it was looking good versus the Giants. How did he do? What do you mean, how did he do? He they had, had seven. six receptions for 72 yards. Okay, well, I was right there. Pretty I thought good. he I, I, and that was in that was in a half of football. It was happening. It was happening with Teddy Bridgewater or whomever it was. We get Russell Wilson, man. We're, this is this is. I don't think people really comprehend how much better this is for Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, and that Denver Broncos offense. I would take Jerry Judy the two hundred one and the twenty twenty three first. All right, last one we're going to look at. We're going to talk a little Trey Lance and Deshaun Watson. What do we got? What do we got? All right. Oh, God. Zach Wilson just getting flipped, man. Just left and right. 
Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and Elijah Moore. So you get the you get the Wilson Elijah stack here with Trey Lance for Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, and the 105. Now you Jay have Trey Lance as a top ten quarterback in this top class. Eight did, quarterback. Top eight quarterback. Excuse top eight me. Quarterback. Top Thank eight you. quarterback. Would you be with and you love Elijah Moore? You are an Elijah Moore truther. You sure. love a lot. You did a video on him before the draft. Elijah Moore was your guy. You you love Elijah Moore. Yeah, I know. Moore. I was one of us who actually called the right Moore and called the right my guy. But again, in this trade, though, uh, to actually just give you an answer, I'm taking Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson's way better than everyone else on the other side. I don't care how good you think Elijah Moore is. I don't care how good you think Trey Lance is. Zach Wilson probably isn't it. You get Carson Wentz that maybe in the season you can flip for a first-round pick because he's a starting quarterback, and you get the 105. I'm honestly, I'm taking Watson. I don't, I don't mess around with these quarterback production. If you want to bet on Lance being a good quarterback, be my guest. Wow. Um, but I'm taking this Watson, is, man. I this told you is I had a him as lot. top four quarterback. Oh, everyone's talking about how gross. I thought this was going to be a landslide for Watson in the one. No, you didn't even mention the 105. Everybody don't is saying Lance and more. Everybody I, is saying Lance Wilson and more. Take it. Like the, be, take it. If I had Lance, take it. I, you're giving me two quarterbacks and a first round pick. Take it. Take it. Take it. Wow. No problem. No problem. I mean, problem. Lance Moore side easy. Mike A knows what he's talking. Mike A is in here every day. Lance and Moore side easy. Another one. Don't, Wilson Lance Moore side. Don't need it. Give me give wow. me Watson. That's it's it's easy for me. No problem. Really, y'all? Y'all would rather have Zach. What is it? Is it what? What part of that deal is what gets you gets you get you going? Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's not Zach because Wilson. It can't be Zach the, Wilson. It's, it's because it's because Elijah Will- Moore is like wide receiver twelve and startup ADP. Okay, that's that's your decision, I guess. Universe and and the fantasy community. Trey Lance is you know top quarterback. Uh, yes, Wentz is still a starting quarterback. Again, we we mention this on the show all the time. Sam Darnold is still being traded for first round picks wow. in 2021. I, so yes, I, Carson Wentz can still get you a second first round pick easily. So you're basically getting two first round picks and Deshaun Watson for Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, and Elijah Moore. Uh, maybe you can get a first for Zach Wilson, and you think him and him and Wentz kind of cancel each other out. But at the end of the day, I'm like with, Wentz is still I'm a quarterback. Cody, man. Give me Watson. I, I, it's not I close. am. Zach Wilson is going to get every Zach Wilson is Carson Wentz. He's just he's just six years younger in the NFL. Like that, he's Sam Darnold with a rocket arm. That's what he he, is. He's Carson Wentz, Sam Darnold, man. Like we went through this yesterday. Everybody's like, oh, Zach Wilson got so much better at the end of last season. I don't think he did. Um, Now, to the credit to the Jets, they're doing everything they can to surround him with talent, but. Uh, for me, this was I, I thought this was a layup at the end of the show. I wanted to go out on on some kumbaya with Deshaun Watson in the 105. Like, man. Uh, I if guess, you want to go the Lance route, I don't hate it because, again, the upside is is there. Wait, That's so not, if you want to go the Lance – so what side are you on? I like Watson. It's not it's not close to oh, me. I want yes. I want what I view as guaranteed production. Yes, like people just, me too. like someone in the chat's talking about, you know, Watson being in a running scheme. Dude, I don't care what scheme Watson is yeah, in. I, he's I gonna throw yeah, the ball. Man. He's gonna throw the it, ball it, over the field. Let me tell you he's something. Let me tell you something. Like, let me tell you something. I'm fine with Two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed. It's the Watson scheme. It is not a run <laughs> scheme. 230 M's guaranteed. It is the Deshaun Watson scheme. I don't give a shit who they could have King Henry in the backfield. He got baseball money. 
baseball money in the NFL and it's fully guaranteed, it's the Watson scheme. It ain't no it ain't no run scheme. It is the Watson scheme. And yes, I think he will have rushed. I don't think we're gonna if he gets suspended, I don't think I I think this is a play for next year. And I don't care. Like I don't think I don't I don't envision Watson, even if he starts week one, just coming in and just picking up where he left off in Houston. I think this is this is future. And I want Deshaun Watson in the 105. And, and you think about the the downfall of that trade. If Lance isn't good and Wilson isn't good, you're basically left with nothing at the end of the day. Like that's that's the problem. Watson's value is going nowhere probably but up. And you know, the suspension is looming. And if he doesn't get suspended or when he does come back and he gets on the field, throws his first touchdown, he's a top five quarterback again. Easy. Top five quarterback. Easy. All right. There it is. Trades, trades, trades. If Wilson, let's run quick. If if Lance and Wilson don't break out, their value will hit the floor from where it's at right now. Yeah. And Wilson exactly. is already damn close to that. It's I just low. it's it's low. We did have one super chat we got to get to real quick. I already have the 103 and 104. I have a trade pending to trade away Debo, Dobbins, Trubisky, Mariota, 302 for Diggs. 109 and a 2023 first. So Debo, Dobbins, Trubisky, yeah. Mariota, 302 for Stefan Diggs, 109 and a 2023 first. Yep. I would let's do say, it. Let's just for say sure. Diggs and Debo cancel each other out. Dobbins for 109. Uh, That's a good Trubisky, trade. Trubisky, Mariota, and the 203 for 2023 first. Like, right, you think about it, you could probably get Isaiah Spiller and replace Dobbins with that 109. The way things are looking right now for drafts, you that that could be Isaiah Spiller pretty easily. If it's not, then he's probably in a really good spot. But then you also have the shot of getting a running back with that 23 first to get I, back Dobbins. I think you but could. I, like I think it. Uh, I, I'd just take out the 302. I would just take, I, I think that's overkill. I just, I, I get it. I, you, I know. You I'm, penny pinching right now? I'm penny pinching on this one. I would probably take out the 302. Um, 302 is a little too rich for my blood. So yeah, just a little drop too that rich. A little deal. too rich. Appreciate the super chat. All right, man. That's the show. That's the show. We appreciate y'all tapping in. We have completed the single quarterback mock based on Jordan Reed's mock that we went over on Monday. So if you have not checked out the Monday show, make sure you go check that out because tomorrow this was uh, this is what you've all wanted. You all have wanted the single quarterback mock based on the mocks that we look at. This one was interesting as hell, and it got real dirty real quick. Um, and we had to use a washcloth to get all the stink off of us from the uh, from the single quarterback draft. So make sure y'all tap in tomorrow. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the content. Uh, tap into everything that we're doing. We appreciate y'all being here. We love y'all, and we'll see you tomorrow. We out. Peace. Peace.